Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit fabnt.com for details. Member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day. Presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in to Oaklawn Game Day with Zach Gillum, Justin Acri here, and thrilled to be back with you. The Major League Baseball World Series is underway. We've got an NFL slate to get into and college football, even without the Razorback, Zach. Plenty to talk about in that regard as well today. Absolutely. There's a ton to go over as usual. As you said, World Series is going. You have NBA rolling, NHL has started, college football is in the middle of the season, NFL is in full swing, so a lot to go over. We do have Arkansas State back on the field, and Central Arkansas is on the road, UAPB is on the road, so we will We'll have lines on those FCS games later in the week. We'll talk about Arkansas State today on the show and delve deep into some props even on Major League Baseball World Series. So stay with us throughout the show. We're going to have a lot of fun today. want to touch on a couple of uh, points as well as far as events going on at Oaklawn. Again, circle your calendar. We're just a couple of weeks out now. Arkansas, LSU. This game could be potentially for Arkansas's seventh win of the season, maybe, Zach. Could be a big win. I mean, I know me being a Razorback fan as long as I have, I always consider this our rivalry game. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, tickets are are available online oakland.com right now we're not 100 percent what time the game will be played but just keep your eyes out and that will be announced hopefully in the upcoming upcoming week everything's at oakland.com you can uh, find out more about the watch party you can book your room to oakland you can set up your spa treatment at oakland at the astral spa and so much more you got the commodores coming up i know you guys just had a great show with sarah evans last weekend now you got the commodores coming up in a couple of weeks and then there's also that big christmas concert coming up in december as well correct yeah you have martina mcbride coming in december as you said commodores coming up november 12th so the day before the watch party. We also have our pigskin picks that's ongoing for football season. That's Tuesday through Saturday. You can come get your picks in. Everyone with a player's card gets one free entry. You can earn up to two additional entries by earning points that week. And some lucky person, if you can choose 214 games correctly throughout the season, you could win 50000 in cash. Well, and we've been talking about Jeepers Creepers for some time now, several weeks, but we definitely need to push that again because we are running out of time. This all comes to fruition this coming Saturday. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers are going to be giving away three cars this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be based on your tier level. So everyone's been earning points and we've been drawing entries this month. So come on in, swipe your card, play all week. You earn your way into these drawings. Also, there's going to be free play drawings Friday from 6 to 10 p.m. So, I mean, you can't you can't beat, uh, you know, winning a car. And you'll have a chance to qualify still the rest of the week is what you're telling me up to Saturday when uh, the drawing actually happens and the cars are given away. Correct, yes. Okay. Come in this week, swipe your card. You are earning uh, a chance to get entered into that. Like I said, we'll be based on your tier levels. We're going to have a Dodge Challenger that's given away, a Jeep Renegade, and a Jeep Gladiator. I love it. All right, well, let's get into some picks for the week and uh, for the day even because, of course, the playoffs continue with Game 2 coming up in a bit. Wanted to mention, as much as I hate to, Zach, it's been a rough year. I'm calling it Suggestion of the Week now. I've been made fun of on social media. I'm being made fun of in the halls of the buzz. I hear people whispering behind my back. Lock of the Week has gone sideways, i got to be honest. Still 37 and 20 overall when you go back to all the shows we've done which is amazing i just realized we've done 64 shows hard to believe this is our 65th show 
for Oakland game day, so I guess we should pat ourselves on the back. But we've given away more winners than losers, but we are 3-6 and six on the season, Zach. we got to get back on track this week. Absolutely, but you know, it's just like we talk about trends with against the spread on the teams. Last year, the season before, I feel like you should have followed you. This year, eh, maybe you just go the opposite way. There you go. There you go. It's exactly right. Look, you got a, you got a 50-50 shot, basically. Go with me, go against me. Well, listen, let's talk about 50-50 because we had a complete flip in the Major League Baseball playoffs. You come into the series, Houston's your favorite, Atlanta's your underdog, and that is not the case anymore. Although tonight's game, Houston goes back to being a favorite for game two after Atlanta won 6-2 in the opener on Tuesday night. So Atlanta now, Zach, last check I saw, they were the favorites at minus 148 with Houston at plus 120, which I think is also uh, I guess that's not exactly the game odds, but it basically flip-flopped from the opening odds where Houston was the favorite, Atlanta was the underdog. Now, Atlanta's your favorite. With Braves getting that one game uh, up on them, that definitely changes things. So, as you said, line is still currently to win the World Series. Braves minus 148. The Astros are at plus 120. For the game on Wednesday night, you have the Braves as the underdog at plus 100 on the money line. Astros are minus 115. You can also wager on, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways to wager on this. You can come wager on a Major League uh, Baseball series market. Now, as the series goes on, some of these offers will drop, but you can wager exactly how the series will end. So since the Braves are up, we'll say Braves are going to win at 4-1. That's plus 425. If you think Braves are going to win at 4-2, it's also the same uh, price at plus 425. But that's a different way you can wager on. If you think Astros are going to come back and win at 4-1, which would be the most unlikely scenario, you're getting plus 1,000 on that. That would be wild. Okay. There are a lot of prop bets game by game too which I love first to score obviously that would have been the Braves last night with the opening home run first time that's ever happened to start off a World Series with a home run with Soler first to score two first to score three I mean you can bet all kinds of things like that also things like first inning total runs Zach I mean there's all kinds of different ways to wager on the World Series correct you can wager inning by inning so to start out the game right now that would be inning one Uh, you have props for the inning how many hits will be hit you have player specials you can go in and choose will players hit home runs and you can add a little extra that. You can say a player will hit a home run and his team will win the game. So there are so many ways to wager on Major League Baseball uh, as as well as all sports right now. The offering is just very deep. Yeah, and obviously you want to watch the pitching matchups. That's always critical and we've got a good one tonight as well. So, you know, keep that in mind. There's a lot of how the odds are figured and certainly location matters. Geography is important but not nearly as much as it is in football, basketball other sports. So keep an eye on the uh, pitching matchup if you're not someone who is a very astute or experienced wagerer when it comes to baseball. Anyway, Lots of fun ways to do it, and the games are already so exciting. I love playoff baseball. It feels completely different than, you know, say, a game in the middle of June. And, you know, you add some excitement to it with a little bit of uh, an investment as well at Oakland Racing Casino Resort over in the sports book, and it's just so much fun. Again, you can play around on the kiosk. It's a great way to do it. Window hours, though, Zach, I get asked that a lot. What, what are you guys doing with that? Actually, we have a great announcement to make. We are officially going seven days a week. It started this week. Yes, very happy with Woo! that. So so Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we will have limited hours. It's from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. That way we have somebody here around game time, starting of games, to help you get your wagers in if you have questions, if you need some help. Thursday and Friday, we will open the counter at noon. Again, we will be open until 8 p.m. On Saturday, we open at 9 a.m. We will be open until 8 p.m. And on Sunday, we open at 10 a.m. And again, open until 8 p.m. So all week, open until 8 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, open at 4. Thursday, Friday at noon. Saturday at 9. Sunday at 10. But that makes me happy. I'll pass it along to our listeners throughout the week on the shows. That's great. Let's flip over to the NFL, Zach. We're going to start there today because the Razorbacks are off. Not that college football isn't really, really important, and there aren't a lot of good games this weekend because there are. you got a top-10 matchup in Michigan-Michigan State. Ohio State trying to keep Penn State on the downslide after the overtime loss last week to Illinois. But we have a lot of cool games to get to get the cocktail party 
in Jacksonville between Florida and Georgia. But let's start with the NFL first this week. Championship odds, and we are back into a tie at the top. And listen, you ride either one of these teams, I like your chances, and there's a huge payout for either one. Currently, you still have the Bills as your top choice, but now co-choice with the Buccaneers. So Bills and Buccaneers both at plus 500, followed by the Cardinals finally getting some respect at plus 900. Rams are at 900 as well. Ravens at 1,100. Cowboys at 1,200. Packers at 1,200. And the Chiefs have finally dropped back at plus 1,300. Well, Dak is a little bit dinged up. They're coming off a bye, the Cowboys, and I still like their chances this week, but we'll talk more about that game in just a second. It's still very long odds of the Cowboys to win the whole thing. I really like the way the Packers are playing, but they are really not feeling good right now. Got some defensive injuries. Two of their wide receivers are out with COVID, two of their top receivers, and then another one of their receivers is coming back off an injury, so we'll get into them. But I think long-term, if they can somehow manage to hold on to some home-field advantage, even if it's all the way through just the NFC Championship game and they have to go on the road for that one, still like the Packers potentially to get there they'd be a heck of a nice long shot and the payout is obviously very very big if you can get them to the uh, Super Bowl in a win let's look at against the spread Cowboys off last week as we mentioned there's only one undefeated team in the league that's Arizona but against the number Dallas remains your only team that hasn't lost a game against the spread still 6-0 and so maybe we need to kind of ride that trend Zach and go that way and see if we get the Cowboys to cover for us again we'll talk about them in a second Green Bay is 6-1 and the undefeated Cardinals are 6-1 and and not too shabby what a year so far for the Titans they've been on a nice run the last couple of weeks five and two along with their cohorts in the division Indianapolis hadn't been a great year for the cold sack but five and two against the number so they've been coming through for betters this year on the flip side the Washington football team San Francisco and the Jets have only won one game against the spread with the Chiefs surprisingly Miami Pittsburgh and the Jags that is bad company for the Kansas City Chiefs two wins against the number this year so again Dallas and, and Green Bay and Arizona up top and at the bottom you got San Francisco the Jets and the Washington football team leading passer receiver in Rusher odds on the board, Zach, and it's getting a little out of hand on the running totals here. I mean, Derrick Henry is going to be a hard guy to wager against. Absolutely. Looking at that one, Derrick Henry, who is currently leading the the league with 869 rushing yards which is 290 more than Jonathan Taylor he's at plus or I'm sorry he was he's at minus 286 he was at plus 150 a month ago so his odds have dropped significantly um, you have Ezekiel Elliott as your second choice at plus 800 Nick Chubb at plus 1400 then, jo- then Jonathan Taylor at plus 14 yeah look no further right I mean your gap is minus 286 to plus 800 from one to two I don't normally say wager on minus money very often but it would almost be worth throwing 286 to win 100 on on Derrick Henry right now. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, right now, barring injury, it's looking very difficult to catch him. I mean, honestly, Zach, if he plays like four, four, four or five more games, the guy's going to get there, I think. I don't know who's going to catch him. Uh, Tom Brady right now is your leader. It's amazing. The guy just got a 600 touchdown pass. Congratulations to Tom. And then his knucklehead teammate gave the ball away, and then they had to give up a whole bunch of stuff, including a, a Bitcoin, I guess, to get the ball back. But whatever, that's fine. Tom Brady can afford it, certainly, and uh, you can afford to wager on Brady and hopefully ride him all the way to the passing title. Correct, yeah. He's currently your favorite, plus 300. He was plus 400 a month ago, so those odds are dropping. He has 2275 passing yards right now, a little bit ahead of Derek Carr, who's second choice, plus 325, followed by Stafford, who was 10 to 1 a month ago when we mentioned him. He's down to plus 450. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, plus 600. Prescott at 700. Herbert at plus 1,000. And then Kyler Murray at plus 1,100. All right, let's go over to the receiving total and a little bit of a surprise at the top, maybe for some folks who don't follow the Rams very closely. 
Correct, or the podcast. This is yeah. another one we mentioned a month ago. Uh, Cooper Cup was at ten to one. He is currently down to plus five fifty, leading the league with eight hundred nine receiving yards. Followed by Jamar Chase at plus eight hundred, Devontae Adams at plus one thousand, Tyreek Hill plus one thousand, Debo Samuel at plus one thousand as well. I love me some Cooper Cup. He, I saw him in person, Zach. He was playing for Eastern Washington. He's one of the, I think he is the most prolific FCS receiver in history, the most receiving yards at that level ever, and that includes guys like Jerry Rice who played at that level. Not that Jerry didn't go on to become pretty ridiculous as an NFL player, the all-time leading receiver in the NFL. But Cooper was injured, didn't feel very good, but still came out and helped his team and caught a touchdown in the first half and then was so dinged up he couldn't play in the second half. But that just shows you what kind of player Cooper Cup is. And he is going to be a handful for teams trying to hold him down with the Rams the rest of the season. A couple of prop bets. Here's an interesting one I saw, Zach. Arizona to finish 17-0, the only undefeated team left. Now, it's a huge payout if you can get it. And, you know, odds are against them, but I thought it was kind of interesting. It's plus 4,000. Yes, they do go 17 no, it's minus 10,000 against, and they got a tough one this week on Thursday. Would have been a lot tougher if Green Bay was at full strength, but that's just an interesting bet, I thought, and I know there are other prop bets like that that you guys have on the board. Correct, yeah. The, the, you could go the reverse of that right now. You could wager on the Lions to go 0-17. <laughs> yes, and, and the yes on that is plus 900, the no minus 2,000, so a little more likely than uh, Arizona to go undefeated. Yeah, I think uh, look, I feel for Detroit. They've been so close a couple of times. i got to think that Campbell and the, the guys will find a way to win one before the season's out, but we'll see. All right, let's get into our games. Thursday night, we talked about it. This, on paper, is a great game. Green Bay looks so fantastic when they're at full strength. They were so good in the passing game last week. Alan Lazard, I'm partial to because he went to Iowa State. He has been fantastic, and he made a couple of nice catches last week, but he's out this week. Got COVID. Devontae Adams, their star receiver, also out with COVID this week. And then Valdez Scantling, one of their other top receivers, is trying to come back from a hamstring injury. From what I read yesterday, it looks like he is trending back, but still, you got to think he won't be quite at full strength. So, I don't know who Aaron Rodgers plans to throw the ball to. Maybe he handed it off to Jones a lot, but they're going to be shorthanded against the only undefeated team in the league and on the road on a Thursday night. Correct. It looks like the line is reflecting that. You currently have the Cardinals favored by six and a half points, total in that game at 50 and a half. I mean, frankly, as much faith as I have in Rodgers, I'm surprised this line has not moved more towards Arizona. I would have figured you were going to tell me seven and a half or eight. I thought it would get over a touchdown, but that just goes to show you they got a lot of faith in Green Bay. But look, this is a Green Bay team that's beaten up on the back end too defensively. I got to like Arizona at home this week, Zach, even to cover the number. If it stays under a touchdown, to me, it's a no brainer. As much as I love Green Bay. I can't argue with you there. The Cardinals have looked great this year. Um, been very good at covering the spread as well. All right, let's get into some Sunday games, and uh, not all these are great. You had a lot of stinkers last week. My goodness, you basically had one game on paper that was really, really fun to watch. The good news is, whether it's a sexy game, you got teams with a lot of wins or not, there's money to be made. So let's go get some. Carolina at Atlanta. We all know the uh, Falcons have not been exactly great. Carolina has been without the services of McCaffrey, their most important player, but yet they go on the road as a favorite. Correct. Looking at this one, currently uh, Falcons are your favorite minus three. Uh, total in that game at 46. NFC South game there, too, so a divisional game for those two teams, critical for them. Uh, I don't know if either one of them is going to make the playoffs. I would bet against it. Cincinnati, minus 10, going on the road against the Jets, last I saw. Wilson is out, their rookie quarterback. They have traded for Joe Flacco. Zach, I don't know if he's going to be available or they're going to try to push him into a starter's role. Certainly, he's very experienced at quarterback, but uh, they are a little bit in limbo with Cincinnati coming, calling. and Cincinnati's obviously been awfully good this year with the return of Joe Burrow. The Bengals have looked very good um, spread, or the uh, yeah, the spread is reflective of that right now. Minus 10.5, so gone a little more that way towards the Bengals. Total in that game at 43. Talked about the Rams a little bit. Cooper Cup and company getting the job done. They're going to a Houston team that has been hapless. And the saga with uh, 
their former quarterback still continuing to go on. We'll see if there's an actual trade made or not. I know there's been a lot of conversation about that. We'll see if they actually pull the trigger on Deshaun Watson moving somewhere else soon. He wants to be moved, and it's just a matter of getting the right deal for it. Miami appears to be the leading contender at this point, but right now it's just hopeless, hapless Houston hosting the Rams. Correct. And looking at this one, the Rams a two-touchdown favorite, minus 14 on the road, total in that game at 47-and-a-half. Hey, look, for my buddy Clint Sterner and his mother and everybody else that lives down that way, Houstonians, you got the Rockets and you got the World Series participants. So you got plenty to root for. Don't worry about your Texans right now. Miami's going to Buffalo, Zach. That is a fool's errand, my friend. That's also a divisional game and a tall order for a Miami team that has not nearly been as good as last year. Correct, yes. Almost a two-touchdown favorite here as well. Buffalo currently minus 13-and-a-half, total in that game at 49-and-a-half. Okay, I had that one at 14-and-a-half, so money moving towards Miami. Maybe people not comfortable with the size of that line, but by two touchdowns, I love Buffalo at home this week. Philadelphia going to Detroit. Detroit trying to stay perfect, kind of. Yeah, looking at this one, Eagles minus three and a half on the road at Detroit. Total in that game at 48 and a half. Pittsburgh's going to Cleveland. Cleveland hadn't exactly been uh, at full strength. We talked about you know Baker Mayfield last week with that shoulder injury. Not sure the status this week, but it'll be a tall order either way against Pittsburgh. Correct. Right now, I, I believe his status is up in the air. He could start. He might not. Uh, Browns currently minus three and a half total in that game at 42. All right, a couple of teams that are struggling with their quarterbacks. They've got a couple of young guys that they're excited about. Neither guy really ready to go, it doesn't look like, but San Francisco at Chicago, and oh, somebody's going to win in Chicago this weekend. Correct. This is the lowest total of the week at this point. Right now you have 49ers minus four total at 39 and a half. Tennessee Indy, speaking of divisional games, big one. We just talked about it. Both these teams great against the number this year. I didn't realize Tennessee had been, or excuse me, I didn't realize Indianapolis had been that good against the number because it's not a team that's been overly impressive. Five and two, though, against the spread, just like Tennessee. This one's almost a pick em. Currently, you have Tennessee minus a hook. Total in that game at 50 and a half. Yeah, I really like Tennessee on the road, um, but certainly like to see Indy do some good things. Got a former UCA Bear on their defense. Jacksonville at Seattle. Now, look, I was impressed with Seattle the other night, Zach. I don't know about you. Short week, though, for the Seahawks. The good news for them, they were at home on Monday night. They're at home on Sunday, and they're hosting Jacksonville. That's the best news. If this thing went to a field goal or less, I would love Seattle, but I certainly like them. It's a long trip for Jacksonville, and Geno Smith has been better than I expected. Correct. And, and pretty good at covering that number. So looking at this one, the Seahawks currently minus three and a half, total at 43. Patriots going to the Chargers. Patriots exploded last week, no surprise, against a uh, lesser than opponent. Much taller order this week. Correct. Going on the road out to L.A. right now, you have the Chargers as a six-point favorite total in that game at 49. All right, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are rolling, and uh, New Orleans squeaked out a hideous victory on a rainy night in Seattle on Monday. Short week for them. The good news is they go to go back to the Dome. They were better in Jacksonville this year than anywhere else as far as home games go, but they'll be back in the Dome this week and hosting Tom and the boys. Big time opportunity for New Orleans if they want to get back into the South race. Currently you have the Buccaneers minus five in this game, total at 50 points. I hesitate to even mention this game, but Washington's playing at Denver. I got nothing for you. Yeah, Broncos minus three, total in that game at 43 and a half. <sighs> Yeah, maybe we make some money, yep. at least. It's not a great game, but if you get paid, who cares? And then this is an exciting game. Dallas, we don't know about Dak's situation. Everything indicates he's going to play, and he had an extra week to rest it. But he's got a calf injury. They had a bye last week. They're going to the Vikings this weekend. Cowboys road favorites. Cowboys currently favored by a little less than a field goal. Minus two and a half total in that game at 54 and a half. All right, I'm not saying KC has to cover the number, but if KC doesn't win this game against the Giants on Monday night, Zach, they might as well pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin on next season. That's what Kansas City needs to do. I don't imagine they're going to fall, but who knows? The Giants have surprised me already once this year with a win over the Saints, uh, but I imagine Monday night will be rocking at Arrowhead. Everybody understands this is a game you cannot afford to lose. Correct. Chiefs almost a double-digit favorite, currently at 9.5. 
Total in that game at 52. Okay, that was a double-digit line early, so clearly people have significant concerns. And look, the Giants have been better than expected. I mean, I'm, I'm about the only guy that is in the Daniel Jones fan club. I think he's pretty good, runs it pretty well, throws it well enough. They're not great by any means, but I just think the Giants will make it interesting. I kind of like them to cover, but I think Kansas City will find a way to win the game outright by 3-7. to seven. All right, let's flip over to college football uh, against the spread. Who would have thought we'd be talking about Syracuse? Unbelievable. 7-1 and one against the number. And undefeated Texas San Antonio, and they have covered the number at Oaklawn seven of eight times. Impressive, Zach. Other interesting teams. Michigan and Michigan State have only lost once against the spread this year. Michigan six and one. Michigan State's five one and one. Others of note, Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky Zach could be on its way to an eleven and one season. We were looking at it. They got a really soft schedule coming up. Mississippi State this week. Then they've got a home game the next week against Tennessee. And after that, I won't say it's a cakewalk, but it's a cakewalk. Kentucky's looking at maybe the best performance in history. This used to be a basketball school. Maybe there'll be a football school going forward. Pittsburgh, big win last week over Clemson, six and one against the number. Your hapless Clemson Tigers, oh and seven at the bottom end of the spectrum. It's a bad year to be a tiger because Missouri is also oh and seven against the spread this year. Other teams to note, Washington, 1-6. They got a tough game this week at Stanford. Southern Miss, 1-6. Kansas, 1-6. Put a scare into Oklahoma last week, though, didn't they, Zach? And New Mexico is 1-7 on the season against the number. Others, Indiana, Wyoming, and TCU, all with just one win against the number this year. So maybe some teams to wager against if you believe in trends. As far as the league favorites go, Zach, let's run down these real quick. SEC, Georgia, overwhelming favorite, not only to win the SEC, but right now currently your favorite to win the national championship. Correct. Right now in the SEC, Georgia minus 134, Alabama at plus 100, Auburn's at plus 2,800, Ole Miss 3,300, Kentucky down at plus 15,000. Kentucky's at plus 15,000? Plus 15,000. I guess nobody sees a path for them to get to the SEC championship game, so it'll be tough since they already lost to Georgia. Big Ten, Ohio State, after the Oregon loss, completely different team, and now an overwhelming favorite to win the Big Ten. Correct. Ohio State now minus 250, Michigan at plus 600, Iowa 1,200, Michigan State 1,200 as well. Well, Ohio State's got a couple of tough games left, including this week against Penn State, but yeah, it's hard to argue against that. Pittsburgh, huge win last week, and we talked about it on the show. One thing I did say on the show last week that I got right, and it's a rarity these days, is that you look at the names on the chest and that's the problem for people they can't get past the fact that pittsburgh is a favorite against clemson well guess what they should have been and they not only won they covered the number last week and they are now your favorites to win the acc correct they solidified that spot pittsburgh now is your favorite minus 143 followed by wake forest plus 250 virginia's at a thousand clemson dropped all the way to plus 1600 don't rule out wake by any means but pittsburgh went from plus 150 to minus 143 in a week so if you were on them over clemson i hope that you got them on a futures wager too to win the league big 12 oklahoma your favorite iowa state though big win last week against Oklahoma State. They are now the second choice in the 12. And then in the Pac-12, Oregon, plus money though, Zach. Ducks, your favorites with a couple close on their heels. You have the Ducks currently plus 120, Arizona State at plus 300, Utah's at 300, Oregon State at 800. National championship odds, and really it's Georgia and everybody else. Georgia plus 110 at last check, Alabama, Ohio State. Pretty long odds if you like somebody other than Georgia to win the whole thing, right? Correct. Georgia, as you said, plus 110. Bama's at plus 275. Ohio State plus 450. Oklahoma's at plus 1,000. Cincinnati at plus 2,500. And Michigan at plus 3,300. Cincinnati's was interesting since yep. right now they're giving them a 46% chance to make the playoffs. So Problem is nobody thinks they can beat Georgia or Alabama if they get there or Ohio State. So that's the issue there. But it would be fun, especially if they played Ohio State. You get a couple of in-state teams going at it in the playoff and if Cincinnati can pull the shocker as the small school, it'd be fun. By the way, Ohio State two weeks ago, plus 1,200. They're down to plus 450. Amazing. So I got to get on these things at the right time. Let's get into some games. Thursday night, 
South Florida's at East Carolina, Zach. Uh, money to be made. Again, this is one of those games, kind of the same thing with the other one on Thursday night. But look, if there's a wager to be made, you might as well make it, even if it's not the greatest game in the history of the world. Absolutely. The greatest games are the ones that win you money. So yes. East Carolina currently minus 10, total in that game at 56 and a half. Coastal Carolina is a favorite at home. Coastal Carolina favored by 18, total in that game at 52. All right, Friday night, Navy, Tulsa, UNLV, Nevada. This is a rivalry game in the state, and UNLV has been much more competitive lately. I kind of like them to cover this big number here, but let's talk about Navy, Tulsa quickly first. Correct. Tulsa currently minus 11, total in that game at 47.5. And And then Nevada is favored by 20.5 points, total in that game at 58. Yeah, I could see them winning by 14-17. I like Nevada, uh, Las Vegas, though, to cover against their in-state rivals on the road on a Friday night. We'll see. All right, let's move on to Saturday. The cocktail party, Georgia, Florida, Jacksonville. Defense rules the day, I assume. Georgia, pretty heavy favorite. Looking at this one, Georgia favored by two touchdowns, minus 14, total in that game at 51.5. I really like Kentucky, Zach, against Mississippi. Mississippi State, where's that number? Not as big as you would think. Kentucky currently minus one and a half total in that game at 47. Okay, I like that one too. Ole Miss and Auburn, another one I think maybe the wrong team is favored here. Don't know about Matt Corral. Maybe wasn't 100%, but still getting the job done. They were impressive last week in a win, and now Auburn up next. Correct. Auburn is your favorite. Minus two and a half total in that game at 66 and a half. I'll tell you what, I like Georgia, Kentucky, and Ole Miss. And again, I don't know who's actually the road team. It's a neutral site for the Georgia-Florida game, but that's a couple of road teams I definitely like. You want to talk about an absolute stink off here, but if you can pick the team that stinks less, you can make some money. Missouri and Vanderbilt going at it in Nashville this weekend. Looking at this one, Missouri currently favored by 16 points total in that game at 63. The only upside of going to that game, Zach, is that afterwards you might meet a nice girl as part of a bachelorette party if you're a single man. That's the only upside of going to that game this weekend. A-State South Al. Let's get in-state. Now, listen, I got to tell you, I didn't realize how bad A-State has been defensively, but I started looking at some of the numbers. They are atrocious. We'll talk about it in a second. South Alabama, though, big favorite. High-scoring affairs should be on tap in Mobile. Yes, looking at this one, South Alabama currently favored by nine points total in that game at 66. That number's a little low. I thought it was sliding towards A-State for some reason. People are wagering on the line. It was nine and a half last I checked, so it's down to nine. South Al, 35th in the country in total defense, 74th in total offense. And Arkansas State, not too shabby offensively, 436 yards a game. That's 39th in the country. But, Zach, Arkansas State is dead last in the nation in scoring defense and total defense 579 yards allowed per game 44 points a game allowed they have been absolutely shredded now the good news is since hatcher's taken over a quarterback they do look a little more the part they lost by just one point against a very good university of louisiana team and on the season he's got 12 touchdowns and three interceptions blackman who was the starter on the opening game eight touchdowns four interceptions he's out injured now hatcher at 56 percent so i i'll give him a puncher's chance to make it interesting but man that's a tall order to ask them to go to south allen try to get a win with that defense Correct. You know, they've had a, a very tough schedule this year. They played, played very well. Put up, As you said, they're able to put up points. It's just a matter of can they get some stops. Running out of time here. Cincy, big favorite at Tulane, 25, Zach. Is that number still right? Still correct. 25 total at 61.5. I like this game, too. It's an interesting one. Iowa plus 3.5 at Wisconsin. Badgers smoke Purdue on the road 30-13. to 13. Iowa's off a bye after the loss to Purdue. So if you like to compare scores, it's always dangerous, I think. Badgers tied for 122nd in turnover margin. That's what Iowa needs. So the Badgers are minus 
minus nine on turnovers. Iowa's plus 11, third best in the country, Zach. Whiskey's defense, ridiculous, though, only allowing 223 yards a game. Iowa is 12th in the nation defensively, so this should be a low-scoring number. What is the total, and what is it still three and a half? It is still at three and a half. Total is definitely reflective of the defensive battle. We're probably going to see it set at 37, lower than any NFL total of the week. Shut it. 37? 37. How are they ever going to get to 37? That's the question. That's how good these defenses are, folks, and that's how hapless these offenses are. Yeah, this might be Illinois and Penn State Part 2 this weekend. We'll see if they go to nine overtimes, though, to try to get to, like, 40 points. Because there were 38 points scored in that Illinois-Penn State game in nine overtimes. It was 20-18. to 18. It's crazy. All right, Miami and Pitt this week, Zach. Pitt coming off a big win, due for a letdown, hosting Miami. Correct. Currently Pittsburgh minus nine, total in that game at 61. Best game of the weekend is Michigan-Michigan State. Two of the uh, best teams in the country at covering the number this year. Michigan's going to go on the road as a favorite. Michigan currently minus four and a half, total in that game at 50 and a half. Okay, I like State by a field goal. Uh, we got a run here. Let's see. Rutgers is at Illinois. We'll see if Illinois can keep it going after a big win last week. Iowa State's at West Virginia. Florida State at Clemson, Zach. One last pick here. I like Florida State. They're catching double-digit number at Clemson? Correct. Clemson currently minus 10, total at 47 and a half. And also, ESPN has Stanford 57% on the FPI to win the game against a Washington team that has been awful at covering. Washington less than a field goal favorite on the road at Stanford? Currently Stanford is your favorite at minus two and a half total at 48. It's a two and a half. Yes, I'm sorry. Washington's a two and a half point dog on the road against Stanford, but Washington has not been very good at covering this year. Uh, another interesting one is North Carolina and Notre Dame this weekend. I got to get the lock of the weekend before we run out of time. Don't forget NBA, whole lot more. You got motorsports, Winter Olympics, futures, PGA, all kinds of fun stuff. But I think for the lock of the week, Zach, and man, do I need one bad here. I like Tennessee at Indy. I like a few of these college games with Ole Miss. I like Kentucky. I think I'm going to take, and I like Georgia two touchdowns over Florida too, man. I think I'm going to go with the lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I'm going to ride the Titans, man. They got it rolling right now. Even at Indy, I'm going to take Tennessee minus one at Indianapolis. I'll take Tennessee by a field goal on the road against the division rival to get the job done against Indianapolis, okay? That's going to be my luck of the week. Don't forget, Commodore's tickets, book your spa, book your room, all at Oaklawn.com. Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. It is, last I checked, Zach, Oaklawn is Arkansas's only casino resort so people need to come down and have a little fun with you guys get down to the sports book see zach and the folks have a good time get your wagers in and we will be back next week on oaklawn game day good luck everybody good luck everyone